Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. I pray that you guys are all very, very well and in the best of health. And a very warm welcome to episode two in this series that we're doing here on the Arabic in 60 Steps YouTube channel where we're walking through the Arabic book of Ala Uddin. Um, in the previous video, I kind of outlined some rules for a little competition that we're doing because we're doing a giveaway of one of these really cool uh, Galaxy Quran moon lamps. I'm going to do a, do a little demo for you in a second of how you use it with the app. But we'll do that really quickly because we want to get into the main nitty gritty of the Arabic, obviously. Um, so that's it, you know, just to get, just to understand all of the rules for how you'll be um, given a chance to win that, as well as some merch, one of these mugs as well, whether you want it in white or black, we can do either, and one of these jumpers as well. I've washed this jumper, by the way, since last video, so you know that it doesn't fade or anything. Sometimes that's annoying if you get printed jumpers and stuff, and you wash them and then they fade, but uh, no worries with that. Um, cool, so... Um, let's just get into it then. Um, actually, after just thanking the students on the Arabic in 60 Steps program, obviously because they pay for the program, that allows us to sponsor um, free series on YouTube um, just like this. So uh, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, um, you know, we thank the students for that. And for those of you listening on the podcast as well, um, yeah, we thank the students for making that possible as well. So um, let's get into it then. So at the end of last lesson, we um, talked about this name, Ala Uddin, and that's quite a nice um, way to end that lesson and have a segue into this one actually, I suppose, because that's what it's all about. It's one of these Ildafa names. Alau Adini. Alau, obviously having one Dhamma on the end, and that's kind of in the Arabic language we kind of make the mistake sometimes of teaching beginners that words are definite in Arabic if they have L on the beginning or the. Um, but that's not necessarily the case because with with a Mudaf like this, the first part of an Ildafa construction. Um, you do not have the elif and the lam uh, on a mordaf, but you do just have the uh, the one dhamma on the end, which um, you know the, the the singular of that is the thing which in this case tells us that it is definite. So, alau. How did we translate that in the last lesson? I think it was the um, the nobility or something or the highness um, of a dean of the dean, and that's that's the that's the name. So in the previous lesson, we talked about his father, um, I believe was uh, Mustafa Al-Khayyatul. Thank you, by the way, for telling me. So whoever it was in the comments who told me Al-Khayyat would be a tailor. For some reason, I only had the word seamstress in my head, um, but tailor is a better translation of it. So let's get into it, okay? So, وَلَمْ يُرْزَقْ مُصْطَفَ الْخَيَّاطُ مِنَ الْأَوْلَادِ غَيْرَ وَلَدٍ وَاحِدٍ سَمَّاهُ عَلَىٰ الدين. So I don't have the pen tablet with me, so I'll just highlight the different words as we go. So we have wa Lem Yorzak. So um, those of you on the Arabic in 60 Steps program, uh, go to step 11, actually. This will be a, good, a useful example for that because this is um, this is a Thirin Majzum. Lem means didn't and Yorzak is wasn't provided with or wasn't given given the rizq of something. So um, the verb razaqa um, yorzuqu, I believe, but this is the passive, hence why it's yorzak. Uh, we do passive verbs in only step eight, I think. I think it's step eight. Yeah, we do passive verbs. So, walam yurzaq, Mustafa al-Khayyat. So, Mustafa al-Khayyat was not provided with. Min al-Awladi. So, min al-Awlad, of, of children. He was not provided of children or of... Literally, a waladun is a boy and al-Awlad is the boys. But in this case, we kind of infer that it means children, really. Um... Yeah, غير ولد واحد except other than غير is is other than rather than except for except we use إلا but غير is sort of other than ولد واحد one ولد 
um, something that's worth noting when you're, especially for those of you who are from a background where you speak Aramia, a home or something, and you're coming into this and you're you're kind of trying to fusha'afar your Arabic. Um, a, a quite an important distinction is that um, I always hear people in Aramia say wahad. They use the term wahad, but in fusha'a it's always wahid, wahidun. So what did this? What did um, Mustafa al-Khayyat do with his um, walad wahid? Sammahu ala uddin. Semma. So the verb semma, your semmi, is a form two verb, um, final week form two verb. And um, it's usually written with an alif maqsura on the end. I'm going to highlight it so you know what I'm talking about. Without the hu on the end, meaning his, um, or him in this case, it would be with an alif maqsura. But Arabic doesn't like to have an alif maqsura and then and then a pronoun on the end. It can't, so it turns into an elif tawila. Um, yeah, so semmahu, he named him. Semma, yeah, means, uh, yeah, just the verb semma means to, to, to name someone. Semmahu, and he named him ala uddin. We've talked about the name ala uddin and the, the grammar involved in it. Wakana yuhibbuhu hubban shadida. And he loved him a severe loving. Um, th- this is a, a little construction in Arabic called mafrul mutlaq. Where you, um, yeah, you you use you use the mustard of the verb, and then you describe the mustard, right? So let me show you what I mean with this example. So, wakana yuhibbuhu, and he loved him. You know, he was loving him. He he loved him. He loved him a love, a severe love. Kana yuhibbuhu hubban shadida. Um, a really common example, like all Arabic teachers in the West and and in the Middle East use this. They say, ضربه ضربا شديدا. So, ضربه, he hit him, ضربا شديدا. And that's mafrul mutlaq, because ضرب is the mustard of the verb ضربا. So, like, when we translate that into English, it doesn't kind of Englishify very well, but, um, yeah, but that is, that, that, that is kind of the literal translation. وَكَانَ يُحِبُّهُ حُبًّا شَدِيدًا And he loved him a severe loving. I mean, most examples you'll see tend to use the term shadid describe the mustard but it doesn't have to be um but those are kind of the i don't know maybe the easiest examples to come up with good um yeah just means but but um there's a cup there's another word for it with a sukun on the end but when the only difference is that when it's it becomes from the sisters of inna so um, the word that comes after it, or the word that it governs, would be monsorb, or that you, what that usually means is having fathas on the end. So if you said something like, but um, but the coffee is delicious, or something, but you were saying, وَلَكِنَّ, and using this kind of one, it needs to be, وَلَكِنَّ الْقَهْوَةَ لَذِيذَةٌ. Um, yeah, Inna and her sisters, and Kana and her sisters, they're kind of the opposite way around in terms of making the... Um, uh, what is it? The um, yeah, the ism and the khabar, um, mansub and marfur. We we go over that more in step ten for those of you guys who um, are on the program. Good. Kana kama qultu lakum. So kana he was kama qultu lakum. As I said to you, um, as I told you, you know, he's kind of it, it's 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 you know the style which the author is using here is very kind of oral. It's very like. It's, it's very much how you would tell an oral story. I mean, even at the beginning, if we go back to here, it says, um, you know, the, the, the writer is saying, You know, it's kind of, it's very, um, it's, it's meant to be read like it's a, like it's a, 
like it's an orally told story you know do, do you know the land of china oh, oh dear children good okay so kana kama qultu lakum he was just as i t- said to you faqiran he was as i said to you faqiran and it needs to be faqiran because it is the khabar of kana and khabar of kana is um mansub falam yastati' another example of using lam with a fi'il majzum and he was not able an yu'allima and he was not able to yu'allima. Well, the verb alima means to know something. And the form two of it, or often the form two of a verb is to do that thing to another person. So alima, the form two, would mean to make someone else know or to teach them. So he was not able to yu'allima waladahu. He was not able to teach his child or teach his son. وَكَانَ يَتْرُكُهُ يَقْضِي يَوْمَهُ كُلَّهُ فِي خَارِجِ الْبَيْتِ وَكَانَ يَتْرُكُهُ So the verb taraka, yatruku, means to leave something. It can also mean to give up something. If you are mudmin ala tadkhin, for example, if you're addicted to smoking, mudmin ala something, meaning to be mudmin ala or mudmin an. Mudmin ala sounds right to me, but if you know, put it in, in the comment section below there. Good. So he left him وَكَانَ يَتْرُكُهُ he left him يَقْضِي يَوْمَهُ so the verb قَضَى يَقْضِي means to spend time somewhere um, in the past tense it would be قَضَيْتُ I spent like for example if you, if you were a person who who spent um, uh, two years in college for example as most of us do here in the UK anyway um, college meaning what you do before university maybe in America you guys call it high school maybe that's what high school is but anyway, if you say something like that, you could say قَضَيْتُ سَنَةً وَاحِدَةً فِي الْكُلِّيَّةِ You know, قَضَيْتُ سَنَةً وَاحِدَةً قَضَيْتُ سَنَتَيْنِ If it was two years, sorry. If it was one year, it would be قَضَيْتُ سَنَةً وَاحِدَةً But if it's two years, سَنَتَيْنِ فِي الْكُلِّيَّةِ In the college, or in, in college. Okay, so he spent يَوْمَهُ his day كُلُّهُ He spent his day, all of it, في خارج البيت In the outside of the house. Um, yeah, خارج البيت. Just means outside the house. What was he doing? وَيَلْعَبُ مَعَ أَشْبَاهِهِ So, وَيَلْعَبُ and, and he's playing. You know, and he plays. The verb لَعِبَ يَلْعَبُ I mean to play. مَعَ with أَشْبَاهِهِ So, who are his أَشْبَاه? Excuse me, the term شبه, um means to be similar to something. Um, the term tashabbuh, I believe, is actually a fiqhi term, meaning in, meaning like imitation, tashabbuh. Um, and even the term tashbih is quite a useful one to remember. It means a simile, like when you're reading poetry and stuff. Tashbih. Good, but his ashbah are the people who are similar to him. Like his, um, I don't know, his, com- not companions, because we translate that as ashab, but um, his uh, contemporaries, maybe, or his... It really just means his friends. Do you know what I mean? It means the other youths are, the, are similar to him, right? Ma'a ashbahihi min al-awlad. From among the boys. Let's carry on reading a little bit more, inshallah. Um, we don't have to do loads, um, but I'd like to do another couple of lines, maybe. Okay, good. So, who are these awlad? We're down here, by the way. I'm going to highlight here where we are. Alladhi alifu batalata wal-la'iba. So, alladhina alifu... Yeah, this, this root is um, to do with kind of coming together. Um, I believe it's... There's an ayah in Surah Al-Anfal, I believe. 
وألف بين قلوبهم and he ألف he 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 brought, he brought their hearts together. I believe that is referring to the Ansar and the Muhajirun, how he brought their hearts together. Um, yeah, but anyway, so. They come together in Batala. The, the term Batala can even mean like unemployment. It just means, you know, in, in this case, kind of shenanigans. You know, they're, they're, they're not really making use of their lives. And, and playfulness. You know, they're, you know, that, that's what they do. You know, they're not, they're not, they're not elifu with something good. You know, they're not, they're not coming together for their studies or something like that. They are elifu al-batalata wal-la'iba. Until what? Hatta sa'a khuluquhu. So hatta um, means until, um, in this case. Sa'a. Sa'a just means to become worse um, or to badify. Um, that's not a word, but to become worse. Till what became worse? His khuluq. His khuluq means his his etiquette. I believe the term akhlaq, which we often use like in English and stuff when we're talking about Islam, and we're talking about our akhlaq, that that's actually the plural of the term um, of the term khuluq. But um, as we learned in the last lesson with the term bilad, sometimes plurals can be used as singular sometimes, with a few examples. Um, yeah, the, the, the term bilad, which we, which we encountered in the previous lesson, meaning like the land of somewhere, that's, that's actually a plural of the term beled. Um, and there's kind of a super plural, buldan, as well. Um, I believe we'd use both of them in the Arabic in 60 Steps program. But, um, but anyway, so khuluq is his, um, his, his etiquette. Or, yeah. So his etiquette became bad um, because of all of these... Uh, all of these wrong-uns, um, who are all elifu batalata wal la'iba. Wasara ba'da qalilin min al-zaman. Wasara. And he became. Sara is from the sisters of Kana as well, and means pretty much the same thing as Aspaha. Ba'da qalilin. After a little. Min al-zaman. Or al-zaman in this case. After a little bit of time. He became. Aswa'a. Mithalin lil atfal. Good, yeah. So he became like the worst. Su means bad or evil in some way, but aswa'a is uh, that he became kind of the worst. Mithalin lil atfal. Yeah, he kind of became the worst of the the examples among among the children or among the youths. Wakana ala udin ala dhaka'ihi. So yeah, ala udin became ala. Zaka ihi. Yeah, I mean, sort of despite his intelligence, perhaps. Ala zaka ihi, shadidul inad. So al inad is his stubbornness. Um, yeah, he became severely stubborn. Faqad nasaha lahu abuhu an yuqli'an ma'asharati al ashrar. Good. Okay, so, فَقَدْ نَصَحَ So, nasaha, we know this term nasiha, meaning an advice, the plural of which is nasa'ih. But a nasiha is an advice. Um, so, his his father, his abuhu, nasaha lahu. His, uh, his father advised him. And yuqli'a, yuqli'a, in this case, just means to leave something. عَنْ مُعَاشَرَاتِ So, um, yeah, so... This this expression, mu'asharat al-ashrar, 
it means kind of um, the, the the bad relationships, the bad friendships that he has. Um, and then in brackets, the author explains for us, يَتْرُكُهُ مُصَاحَبَتَهُمْ So, um, yeah, to, to leave their companionship, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's not an uncommon conversation for fathers to have with their sons, that uh, they've got bad friends. Good. وَيَبْتَعِدَ عَنْ رُفَقَاءِ السُّوءِ وَيَبْتَعِدَ so the, ver- so the verb ibtada form 10 verb, uh, means to distance yourself from. Obviously, it shares a root with the term ba'id. Um, yeah, ba'id meaning far away. That's an adjective meaning far away. And the verb is, is always in fusha, to the best of my knowledge, used with the preposition an. Sometimes in ami, it's used with min. You can say, you know, هذا المسجد ba'id min is far from something. You know, it's, it's far away from me. Because you use the term qareeb to mean close to something. And you use qareeb min, you say close min something. But with ba'id in fusha, you should use ba'id an. And that's why we have yabta'ida an rufaqa'i. Um, yeah, so you should you should distance yourself from. Um, I believe it's kind of a synonym with ijtanaba um, in Surah Al-Hujurat when Allah says... Um, that you should that you should leave off dhan, having suspicions about other people. Um, some of the um, like quite simple tafasir that I've read, they just translate with ibtaidu. And um, you know, they, they do essentially mean the same thing. His urufaqa just means his friends in this case. A rafiq is different to a sadiq, I suppose. Um Rafiq, but um those kinds of distinctions. They're not really important for this. So it really just means his bad friends, really. Like, you know, yeah. In, yeah, that, that, that's it. That's all we really need to know here. Um, let's carry on reading a little bit more. Even though we are at a full stop here, it would be a good place to stop. But I think we've got some useful language coming up. So maybe we'll just run through it. So, وَحَاوَلَ حَاوَلَ Form 3 verb. حَاوَلَ In the present tense, يُحَاوِلُ um, Means to try to do something. سَوْفَ أُحَاوِلْ I will try to do something. You know, it's to try to do something. Um, not not to try as in to taste something. Um, the verb jarraba would be for that, um, or at least it is an amiya anyway. Ujarib, uh, I will try something. But um, I, I believe it is the case in fusha as well. It means to try as in to attempt to do something. Good. So wahawala juhdahu an yuallimahu sinaatan tanfarahu ida kabira or kabura. Good. So he tried juhdahu his his efforts. He tried his efforts and who to teach him. You know, he tried, he put effort into teaching him sinaratan. Sinara means um, like industry, really, but in this case it kind of means a um, a trade or something. Tried to teach him a trade. Tenfarahu, which will benefit him. We've seen the term nefer um, um, already in this text previously, I believe, but it's the opposite of dur, um, to, to harm someone. So yeah, to teach him a trade. Tenfarahu ida kabira. It says kabira here, but I would have thought it would have been kabura. Um, the verb kabura um, means to grow. So when he when he grows up, basically, it will benefit when, it will benefit him when he grows up to have a trade. I mean, his his scenario is that he is a khayyad, that he is a uh, that he's a tailor, and he's trying to teach his uh, his his son a, uh, a, a a trade that will benefit him as well. Ida kabira or kabura. I mean, kebira. I haven't looked it up, but I've never seen it before. I've only seen the verb. I've only seen the verb written as kebora, 
um, to grow. I mean, typically in, in Arabic with these kind of triliteral um, verbs, with these thulafi verbs, they're typically a a a along the top, like kataba or jalasa or qara'a or darasa. That's about maybe 80% of verbs. Maybe another 15% are a i a verbs like shariba and alima and um, fahima, right? They have a kasara over the over the ayn letter or the middle letter. And there's a very small percentage of verbs that have a dhamma on them. And in my experience, they're usually verbs to do with size. Just a few examples, kabura, to get bigger, sagura, to get smaller, avuma, um, you know, to, to become greater. Um, yeah, maybe qasura is a verb as well, to kind of become shorter, perhaps. But um, yeah, they're often to do with size, and they're not, not a huge percentage of verbs that are like that. But I've only seen kebora used like that. So, let's do a little bit more. Falem. فَلَمْ يَقْبَلْ لَهُ نُصْحًا فَلَمْ يَقْبَلْ فَلَمْ يَقْبَلْ And he did not accept. Yeah, the verb um, قَبِيلَ means to, um, yeah, to accept something. I believe in, um, I, I don't know if it's, if it's like an Islamic thing or if it's mainly South Asian cultures, but they, have, they say like the قُبُول means like the acceptance in a, in a, in a wedding, like a, a, the nikah. One of them says like قُبُول هَيْ like it's 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 accepted, right? That is that is a done deal. Falam yaqbal lahu. He did not accept for him nushan, his his nus his uh, his nasiha, his advice. Often there are verbs that have multiple um, masters or masader, if that's the plural, right? So often they have multiple, right? And this term nasiha, um, it looks like nasiha, um, you know, it has a synonym nus, and they're both masters of um of uh, the verb nasaha let's have a look okay we'll finish this line we'll finish this line because that'll round it off quite nicely okay so wada'at wujudu abihi bila fa'idatin so wada'at the verb da'a yadiru i believe add it to your verb hollow verbs in lesson nine um if you're on the program da'a because we don't actually cover this verb means to lose something um, yeah, wada'at. Um, the, 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 the well isn't part of the verb. It's not wada'at. The, the verb is just da'at, yadiru. Um, so his, his wujud lost, the, the wujud of his father, yeah, the, the wujud of his father were lost bila fa'ida, without a fa'ida, without a benefit, fa'ida. Good. So that's everything for this video. What I'm going to do, I'm going to turn the lights off quickly just to demonstrate this Quran moon lamp to you because I absolutely love it. So it's really cool, actually, because uh, on the app, you can download this app right here. OK, and I can put the volume up. We'll play some Quran. <laughs> Let's change the reciter. Let's have if you're if you're a bit of a Sudais kind of person. So you've got all these different reciters. I'll show you. Look, all these different reciters. All your faves. Abu Bakr al-Shatri is a favorite of mine. Mahir al-Mu'ayyakali is definitely my favorite. Um, I like the echo. 
that voice I'm into that kind of thing so um and then anyway you can change the color of this as well I'm gonna turn the lights off so yeah look let's go blue and then you can even make it brighter okay so let's go the orange for the Arabic in 60 steps program isn't that good unfortunately uh yeah but that's the orange the yellow the green the blue the red that's my son's favorite uh light blue that's cute as well but all the ones in the middle are actually much nicer they seem to be a bit more uh, Milky Way galaxy colors but anyways so I love that so uh, for those of you who don't know uh, we're doing a giveaway of one of these there's a few different conditions for you if you want to win one of these um, you need to comment under every single one of the videos in this series you need to share it with somebody whether that just be someone that you know on whatsapp or on your Facebook group or your Facebook account or whatever um, uh, you also need to like each of the videos as well. So um, if you do that for each one of the videos in this series, at the end you're going to have a chance of winning one of these, one of these, and one of these as well. So um, you know, there's a value of about £100. And uh, yeah, it gives me great pleasure to uh, to do this. So uh, so that's really cool. Let's have the lights back on then. So that's it for this video. Really hope that you guys have enjoyed it and I hope you benefited a little bit as well, inshallah. And um, so that's it until next week. We'll try our very, very best to get these out every Monday, inshallah. But if there's ever any reason why not, um something comes up or whatever you know i've got to do something with the kids or whatever then i'll let you I'll let you all know on instagram inshallah so please make sure that you're following um arabic in 60 steps on instagram so that you can stay in touch and uh, we can let you know if ever anything goes wrong we need to reschedule one of the lessons or anything inshallah lastly if you do want to become one of the students on the arabic in 60 steps program for this cohort starting on september the 1st we have four spaces left so um, if you want to get your hands on one of these books and they'll be part of the cohort for September, then um, there are only a handful of spaces left for you, inshallah. So um, please get stuck in. And uh, that's it. Have a great week. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.